my best friend. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. From my friends. 77 WABC. It's First Responder Fridays. America's heroes need your help. On this First Responders Friday, during the season of hope, do good in their honor by donating $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Go to T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. As we words, continue on, the trifecta, the troika, the trinity this morning, Andrew Giuliani, the boss of all bosses. It, 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 sound, it sounds like the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Exactly, it is. Yes. Who's it is. the ghost? <laughs> well, remember, wait, it's called, it went from the Holy Ghost when we were growing up, John, to Spirit. now the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Really? What's the difference between a ghost and a spirit? It, well, they made the change in the 60s, right? And they ultimately they make it with the Vatican Council, right? They did. I don't know. What was the reason why they ended up making that? I think. By, by the way, you know when they changed, you know, Catholic priests were married up to a certain period of time. I, I think it'd probably be a good idea to let them get married again. What do you probably, think, Probably. Absolutely. Right? The Greek Orthodox uh, uh, priests are married. Yeah. And, uh, and it, you it, know what it comes down to? Some pope in the 12th century or 13th century, I forget, realized that the church is becoming a family business. And, 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 and what happens? It gets inherited from... From father to son to whatever. Right. And when he makes an edict, nobody gets married, yeah. everything goes back to the Vatican. Right. Oh. It gets bequeathed. So it to all the comes back right. down. You know what it comes down to? A real estate deal. Ah, it's always real estate. What did go. I tell you yesterday? It's always real estate. real estate. It's always real estate. So if there's if, if the priests and the bishops and the metropolitans and the cardinals are not allowed to get married, everything belongs to where? The Vatican. the Vatican, but but now that can be reformed at this point. It right? should I mean, be reformed at, at this point. I can see what yeah, you mean in the eleventh and twelfth century. Know, but. Whether it's God or Jesus Christ, God wants us to appropriate. Yeah, and Jesus Christ, and uh, you know, was not opposed to that. Yeah, and for the first twelve centuries or thirteen centuries, all the Catholic. Uh, you know, Catholics uh, priests were married. Yeah, of course, well, and, remember. The, and, and now, so so because one pope made that edict doesn't mean we should all uh, you know yeah, go, go forward. Not with a it. commandment. It's not in the Bible, right? It's, it's not in the, the Bible. Right? It's not well, a commandment. The first yeah. priests were the apostles. They were all married. Jesus was the only one who was not married. So the point being is, from the very start of the church, marriage. Of the priests was considered okay if you didn't want to get married. Also, you didn't get married. But John is absolutely correct. They saw all this wealth being transferred to families, and they say, "Oh no, that's going to be ours." And to this day, they can't even explain it. Yeah, they can't even now in your church, John, of which I've attended a few ceremonies. Now I know why nobody converts to the Greek Orthodox faith. Why is that? It's like a four-hour ceremony, all in Greek. Oh, my God, they, they, they don't have a truncated ceremony. It's like it goes endlessly. But let's say like we spoke with Father Stephen. He's, he, he's a priest. He can get married. If, if I am correct, John, if you move up, if you want to be an archbishop of that, you can't be married. Is that correct? If you That's choose, right. 
You have to get rid of your wife if you want to move up to be an archbishop. <laughs> now, Curtis, if your wife are, are you goes, thinking now? Curtis you is thinking wife, about transferring. If you have a wife, uh, I think uh, she has to go become a nun, <laughs> and then you can become an archbishop. Now, this hour is sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. This is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation season of Hope First Responder Fridays. And remember, go to t2t.org. The amazing work that Frank Siller and Tunnel to Towers does. Make sure you go to t2t.org and make your donation, $11 a month for Tunnel to Towers and their wonderful foundation season of hope. Now, yeah, and, and I think we should talk about all the good stuff they do. Yes. And, you know, don't forget, we've been talking about the migrants and how the migrants are treated special to American citizens. The migrants are treated special to, to our homeless vets. Yeah. And, and the one thing Tunnel to Towers does do, they take care of the vets. Yeah. And, and and I think that's important. Well, uh, Frank Siller, who is the guiding light of this, uh, who has been uh, sort of piloting Tunnel to Towers. I was at the very first uh, walk and run. There was only a few uh, hundred people. And I remember on the stage, Chuck Schumer, Anthony Weiner, uh, Vito Fasella, at the time both of them were congressmen, and me. And we did the first few of them that start on the Brooklyn side. And as you know, you run through the tower, you walk through the tower, and then they have the ceremony on the Manhattan side. And I would give the fiery speeches. This is in the aftermath of uh, 9-11. And I would say, yeah, let's uh, all put them on the Paradise Express and zoom them up to Alice's side. <laughs> and then Frank comes to me and he goes, Curtis, we love you. But CBS may be actually doing the actual live broadcast of this channel, too, locally. I can't have you speaking anymore because you get the crowd too riled up. <laughs> so I said, no, you're right. The charity is way more important than me giving a speech like that. But this year. Frank Siller is a great guy, and he does a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of God's work. Yep. And his whole family. And this year I was at their annual golf tournament at Liberty uh, State Park mm-hmm. in New Jersey. You probably played over yep. there. It's a professional links. And I got to meet uh, my wife Nancy's all-time favorite Yankee, David Wells, and take a picture oh. there. And she she regrets not having come with me. But they were announcing that their goal this year, John, is to find every homeless veteran and provide them with a home of their own. Yeah. Now, the government's not doing that. But it takes Tunnel to Towers, Frank Siller, the Siller family, and their foundation to do this, which you say is a sad commentary on our government. That the one thing I think we could all agree on, regardless of your party affiliation, is that if a man or a woman served in peacetime or wartime, and now they're homeless, they're living in the streets, we're not going to provide them a place? As you mentioned, John, an illegal alien comes across the border. They're staying at uh, a major hotel in midtown Manhattan. We're paying $400 a night for them. We don't even know who they are. Yeah. We don't even know who they are. And, and what I said uh, the other day when I was talking about it is uh, uh, the South America and Central America, they're emptying out their jails and sending them here. And that's Why should they uh, clothe and feed uh, jailmates in, in, in Venezuela or in uh, other South American countries, yeah. uh, Central American countries? Send them to uh, the United States. They're suckers. And that's what New York is getting the brunt of right there. And you mentioned David Wells. I actually was down at his charity event in Florida about six weeks ago. And who was I sitting directly next to? Frank Siller, as well as two of our veterans, one who had lost their husband, another police officer whose 
I think, wife was killed in the line of duty. That's exactly right. And David Wells' charity had all of these all-star, <coughs> all-stars from baseball. Oh, take, uh, take a moment there. Compose yourself. Right, I know. Right, You're getting all, got, all broken up because you were John Katz and Curtis wounded, uh, We have a wounded uh, <laughs> soldier here. He got up because he's with us, John. <laughs> Who, uh, boy, this is perfect. The only time we could ever shut up Andrew Giuliani. Well, I'm getting it's... all emotional over here. Keep <laughs> going, guys. I'll be right back. He's losing his voice besides. <laughs> but, but, John, you see it all the time. You've seen the pictures that I've sent you. Some of these mostly African-American homeless people in our streets, some of them who have They're shown coming me, in from Africa, too. Yeah. Oh, uh, the sub-Saharan area of North Africa, where there are active cells of al-Qaeda and ISIS. And they could easily just come across the border. There's nothing. You don't have to be vetted. You could end up uh, going to a local mosque and begin, uh, you know, doing your religious worship and make contacts. And then all of a sudden, when the signal is sent, you could end up launching an attack against the United States. And let's face it, you want to be in the city, according to the jihadists, where the most number of Jews are, that's New York City, the financial capital engine of the world, and you want to strike at the heart of Western civilization. And that's New York City. And look at us now, how vulnerable we are. Uh, there's no there's no uh, law and order in our streets. Yeah. And people are scared yesterday. to walk around uh, after dark. Yeah, I'm back. Sorry for uh, getting caught up in the middle right there. I guess I was getting emotional by what John was saying. It could have been what Curtis was saying. But David Wells's charity in Florida is $300,000 for Frank Siller and for the Tunnel to Towers. And the thing that you know that's so great about this is 95 cents out of every dollar goes to the mission, goes to our first responders family, goes to this mission of trying to end veterans' homelessness. If anybody can do it, it's Tunnel the Towers. And with the help of WABC Radio, which, John, you've been such a great partner to Tunnel the Towers, it's awesome to see how Tunnel the Towers has really become the premier philanthropy, I think, in the country. Well, WABC believes in the work that Tunnel the Towers does. Yeah. And, you know, look at what's happening with the migrants and, and, and the veterans. We've got to talk about that again. Uh, you you told the story the other day. What was the story you told about that woman that was uh, pregnant? Twenty two year old woman up from Florida, American by birth. Uh, her name is Yolanda Mendoza. Uh, she is living in the streets, openly, right uh, a block away from Nathan's Famous in Coney Island. Coney Island, Stillwell Avenue, Surf Avenue. She lives under uh, overhang at the old Half Moon Hotel, which. To this day, I cannot understand why it's never been reconstructed. This is the place where Abe Rellis proved that human beings cannot fly because he was under the protection of the Brooklyn District Attorney's Office and he was testifying against members of Murder Incorporated. At that time, the fiercest mobsters were the Jews, Lefty and Gura. And all of a sudden, he was going to testify and he fell out the window, they said, to his death below. It was a very famous hotel right there in Coney Island. It's been empty ever since. Nobody ever explains to me, how the hell could that piece of property remain empty? It still is, and there's scaffolding there. And you will see underneath it a pregnant woman, nine months pregnant, Yolanda Mendoza, who was in a shelter in New York City, uh, caring, you know, for the other uh, illegal aliens who were there. She actually was able to stay because she could speak Spanish and do interpretation and then she was given her uh, pink slip and said, sorry, we're bringing in more illegal aliens. You'll have to go. She said, I'm pregnant. Where am I going to go? I'm from Florida. Tough noogies. 
figure it out on your own. We saw that out in Midland Beach. This is the situation. Uh, remember when Nicole Maliotakis came on and spoke of how Korean War veterans, World War II veterans in a senior citizen home on Father Capadonna Boulevard were given two months' notice by City Hall, you got to move. Find another location. We need the location for illegal aliens, which they filled up. And we have demonstrations out there every night saying, no, 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 no. Bring back the veterans. Bring back the greatest generation. Bring back the senior citizens. That's what the housing complex is uh, to be used for. But no, there's no sensitivity. There's no empathy. No understanding that we got to take care of our own first. Absolutely. Before we take care of anyone. Well, else. let's take a break. And when we come back, we got a lot more stories to tell you about quality of life in New York, the quality of life for our veterans. And what do we do? Let's take that break first. You are all I long for, all I worship. It's First Responder Fridays. Never forget, that's the commitment we made on 9-11. Honor it by donating $11 a month right now during First Responder Fridays during the season of hope to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. 77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. It's First Responder Fridays. Join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation during the season of hope on its mission to do good in honor of America's heroes. Donate $11 a month for First Responder Fridays at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Gonna have myself a real good time. I feel alive. And the world turning inside out. Well, that was a special appearance by Sid for Tunnel to Tower. And, uh,. I guess he doesn't take the whole day off. <laughs> nice. It came, came in a little bit on 9 o'clock. It right came there. in on 9 o'clock, right? For, for the most important things, right? I'll tell you, I understand they're still waiting for the release of the 13 uh, women and children at Gaza. Uh, and um, I guess the first one is going to go well. I mean, you would expect. I mean, there's. I don't think there's any way that they could actually. Because the ceasefire literally just has started last night. So... I can't imagine that today there'd be any issues with this, and it should be 13 women and children. I believe that mean about 40 different 
Palestinians would end up getting released back into Gaza and the West Bank as well. So uh, we're still waiting to see, though. Four o'clock is when they said it's uh, four o'clock is Israel time. Now it's uh, 424, obviously 924 New York time this morning. So and remember, the uh, Israelis have a history of doing hostage negotiation where even for the return of a dead Israeli Defense Force member, because there have been many incursions into Gaza over the years, they would release from their jails a thousand Palestinian prisoners. So this is not unusual. This, in fact, is on the smaller side of uh, basically like it's a three-to-one return. Imagine a thousand Palestinian prisoners, uh, people who have uh, been arrested for either planning or conducting terrorist acts against Israelis, would be released for the return of the body, the remains of one Israeli Defense Force member. Well, I mean, I know the logic, and you'd say theological in this, what's, but what is the logic behind that, right? If you're going to release uh, for, you know, one dead soldier, a thousand Palestinians that are going to continue to go and try to live by the mantra, the motto of uh, eradicating all Jews and Israelis, um, to me it just seems... Extremely foolish, to be perfectly well, honest. Let's bring it back to the-, uh, the 9-11. And this hour is sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. This is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation season of Hope First Responder Friday. Remember, we housed on Gitmo members of al-Qaeda who planned attacks all over the world Gitmo against Gitmo is us. in Havana, uh, Cuba. 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 Where we don't have to that radio yet, but one day soon, hopefully. A 100-year <laughs> lease. Remember, the United States government has a 100-year lease for Gitmo. Yes. Uh, when you brought us over to Cuba, John, we went to what is considered the American Consulate Embassy. I forget the term they have for it. It's in the, I mean, oh, yes. It's a special term. It's not an embassy. Right. It's, uh, we're part of the Swiss Embassy. Mm. Uh, I forget. There was a special technical name to it. Interesting. But loaded with Americans. Well, we well, were... well, you ready like, for this? Like the Swiss the, is the shell the, the so-called The so-called American embassy was the largest employer in Havana. Yes. And it's packed. And it's where FDR would go on vacation. Because Cuba was a place where Americans used to flock to. Right. And so and I, I remember when we were there. Yeah, we huge there. compound. It goes forever. It's like the size of a, a Trump golf course, <laughs> except it's gorgeous. It's it's maintained. Lots of Americans there. Listening devices. I mean, you you name it. Yeah. CIA. I, and I remember. Yeah, well, yeah. Half the people are probably CIA. Yeah. And, and I remember uh, sitting next to somebody at dinner at that uh, embassy, so-called embassy. I don't remember the name. And remember, they brought to us, John, the women of who wear white. These are women whose husbands were taken out of their homes, sometimes simply for having a library in the front room that would have a publication of Thomas Jefferson or have the U.S. Bill of Rights, the U.S. Constitution, and they would be put in the gulags as political prisoners. And these women in white would go out and demonstrate, and they wouldn't do anything to the women in white because, again, the optics were bad. But they were perceived of as being traitors. You know, it's like, well, if you don't like it here, why don't you go to the United States? Which easily they could, but they've decided to stay there because their husbands are there yeah. being kept in the gulag. Wow. And now, now, now we, we could tell another story on that. When me and you, Curtis, we were, we were, we were in Havana. 
And uh, when well, we told the story about Castro saying you part of them. Yes. We told the story about you looking for Phil Boyce up in the mountains. That's right, the program director. He was at missing. That time. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, Phil Boyce was missing for a day or two. His wife was calling three, four times a day to find him. So I, I had a cardboard sign that I made up, you know, with uh, Sharpie that just had the name Boyce on it. And I went to every bed and breakfast place that I could find, and I would just show the name because I don't speak Spanish. Right. And so I guess they figured that was kind of suspicious, especially a guy with a red beret who's an Americano, <laughs> local Americano. Yes. And so the um, uh, the police picked me up, and they took me for questioning. Right. And I explained what I was doing because they had interpreters. They brought me back to the hotel where we were staying with John and his entire entourage. They did not go up to the room because I had a satellite disc. From WABC? Really? That I was doing live broadcasts back to WABC during our stay. You could have imagined if they took me back up to the room and searched the room and found this this uh, valise in which it opens up and a satellite disc comes out. That would have been it. You would have never seen me again. They had to know you were broadcasting, though, obviously. They had to do their due diligence on that, right? I, I mean, at the very they, least, they weren't that incompetent. They kept they? calling me local Americano. Local. Because I was actually advocating <laughs> death, you. death to Fidel Castro, death to Hugo Chavez from Venezuela. You can actually go to YouTube and see where I introduced stickball. And a visiting group of people were there to the uh, Museum you know, of the teaching, Revolution. He was teaching the uh, Cuban kids to play stickball. Play stickball. And there was oh, a, he was a commissioner of stickball. Oh, Your I father remember. made him commissioner. That's right. Made I me remember. commissioner. And I never gave up that title okay. until de Blasio came in. And one of the first things he said, that Sliwa will not be commissioner of stickball <laughs> of the city of New York. But there was also a group vi- visiting from Venezuela, from Caracas. And they believed in Hugo Chavez. And so I said, let's challenge I said, Bush, C, Cheney, C, Chavez, no, Castro, no. And we played stickball. You can see it on YouTube. Oh, I got to say, one of the other things is uh, uh, we went to some night uh, uh, event, uh, and uh, this guy kept st- dancing with Margot to teach her how to uh, d- 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 do the mambo. Hey, and, and she said, and Margo was a little nervous. Of, Who is this guy? He says, the president sent me to make sure you have a good time. Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> true story. Oh, the, only time, the only time I heard Castro speak English was to Margo. Really? And his, his, his interpreter got very upset about it. Did he really? Yeah, she got very upset. Yeah, about job it. security, right? Yeah, you, know, exactly. you want your job security. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Beyond that, I think it was his girlfriend, too. How, yeah, what was his, uh, how was his accent? Did he have much of an accent? No, was he pronounced? You know, let me tell you. Uh, the other great story we tell, and I'm not sure you are on that trip, uh, uh, Curtis. We took Congresswoman, uh, what was her name, uh, from uh, Ohio, Captor. Okay. And she wanted to give Castro like 20 tons worth of powdered milk that was about to expire. Okay. And Castro says, I cannot accept it. Uh, I'll pay for it. He says, but I'm not, I can't sell it to you. And, and, and he wouldn't accept it for free. Right. He wanted to pay for it. Right. Interesting. I don't know what they worked out, <laughs> but she was down there on a different mission. One of her constituents from Ohio, one of her constituents from Ohio wanted to get the body of her husband back. Oh. And Congresswoman Captor said to uh, 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 Fidel Castro, says, this is the person's name. 
and uh, I, you know, his wife sent me to get his uh, remains back. And um, Castro says, yes, I remember him. He refused to bow down to me, so I took my gun and I shot him in each knee. He told that directly to you, to you and the captor. And the captor, yes. Wow. Shot him in each knee, and I said, see, now you bow down to me. <laughs> Man. And he was on both knees, and then he shot him in the head. Wow. And he told the story, no problem, right? And he did business? give the body back to Congresswoman. Wow. That's amazing to tell a sitting Congresswoman that. Think about that. That's unbelievable. Well, That's I got show, more right? stories got... to tell. I mean, we got I... a lot of stories to tell. Yeah. And, you know, uh, uh, President Clinton at that time uh, uh, had talked to me and said, I was going to recognize Cuba until he shot down that, that uh, airplane. Yeah. And I'll tell that later. Well, you got to because. Well, Tunnels to Towers took care of all our vets. Yeah. Uh, you know. And remember, this hour is sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. This is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Season of Hope First Responder Fridays. Make sure you go to T2T.org. And the other thing I want to tell you when I get back is I remember when Frank Siller came to the White House and President Trump honored him during COVID because of the amazing job that they were doing feeding our first responders that were going out there, whether it was medical personnel, cops, firefighters, not those that actually were in their PJs during COVID, but those that actually had to go to work every single day, saving the city. And, and President Trump honored Frank and honored the job the Tunnel of Towers did then. It's amazing how their missions, too, have, while they've changed in terms of who they've focused on, the real core of the mission has never changed, which is doing good for those Americans that stand up for us. As we continue with the Troika, the trifecta, the trinity of John Katsimatidis, Andrew Giuliani, yours truly, Curtis And we got to find a couple good stories oh, to finish off the album. Oh, there are plenty. There are plenty <laughs> out there, John. And John is digging away right here at WABC. First Responder Fridays on 9-11. We vowed to never forget. Help America keep that promise. Donate $11 a month on this First Responder Friday during the season of hope to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Entertaining and informative. This is sit in friends in the morning 77 wabc it's first responder fridays join the tunnel to towers foundation during the season of hope on its mission to do good in honor of america's heroes donate 11 dollars a month for first responder fridays at t2t.org that's t the number two t.org This hour is sponsored by the Tunnel the Towers Foundation. This is the Tunnel the Towers Foundation season of Hope First Responder Fridays. Is a major story occurring, uh, gentlemen, uh, across the pond in Ireland, in Dublin, where I spent some time in Coolock, Finlock, Valley Fairmont. Uh, apparently an Algerian guy, 20 years a naturalized Irish citizen, was outside of an Irish-language school an area of low-income projects, and he stabbed a woman and three kids. And there's been like uh, two nights of rioting in Dublin because this is uh, blowback against uh, the asylum seekers there. A lot of anger towards asylum seekers in Ireland and uh, the Guardia, who are the police there, 
have not been able to put down the rioting that has gone on as a result of this. So it's not just a situation that we see taking place in our country, but it's, Curtis, it's all over Curtis, the world. Just in case nobody knows, the real reason for Brexit, you know the real reason for Brexit, Andrew? Because, because of all of the uh, Sharia, Sharia Muslims that came In, to Great invasion. Britain. Invasion. Yeah. Great Britain was being invaded, and it went from 67% uh, British to, I'm, I'm not sure about the numbers, but I'm just going to give you an mm-hmm. estimate, from 67% British to 47% British. Yeah. And the British said, oh, crap, we're losing our country. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, look, I'm a believer. Look, I, I believe in, in travel. I believe in immigration. But I believe Italy Italy is for the Italians. I believe Greece is for the Greeks. I believe Germany is for the Germans. I believe uh, France is for the French. And, and I guess the British ended up believing, well, it's our country. Yeah. Why are we being invaded? We don't mind having visitors. We don't mind having 10%. We don't mind having 15%, but we don't want to go down to 47%. Absolutely. And I guess they're, they're having a uh, same moment than some of the other. What do you think, Curtis? Well, just to give you more details, police, the Guardian there, struggled to contain the crowds who attacked uh, them on the street. So they're attacking the Guardian. Now, remember, these are the Irish themselves. Well, they get angry easily. And they burned <laughs> a hotel housing asylum seekers as well as a tram, a double-decker bus, and a police car. So there's outrage there. There's outrage here. There's outrage in other countries around the world. In fact, Britain had decided they were going to send all their asylum seekers to, of all places, Rwanda. Rwanda had made a deal with them that for every asylum seeker they would send to Rwanda, there would be, uh, you know, financial incentive for Rwanda. It's in the middle of Africa, right? Is that the, the, the foreign legion? Pretty much. But they don't have a handle on this anywhere in the world. So you have these uh, what are called asylum seekers. I call them illegal aliens. And naturally, they want to go to a better location. Who blame them? Well, let's get this straight. Tunnels of Tower is going to take care of not the Foreign Legion. Nope. Tunnels of Tower is going to take care of the American, the American veterans. Yeah. And that's what the right thing is. The American veterans who are homeless. Yeah. And they are not prioritized. Uh, We have an administration now who, if you cross the border, and there's no proof. All you have to do is learn two words in English, asylum seeker, and you're permitted in. You don't have to be vetted. There's no background checks. Uh, There's no vaccinations. There are no medical checks. You could be a serial killer from another country. It doesn't matter. You're you're welcomed in. You're given a date five, six years from now in federal court to prove that you deserve to be an asylum seeker. This is such nuts. And yet, if you got a veteran, let's say right here, New York City, goes up to the Roosevelt Hotel, proves that he's a veteran, shows you the documentation, and says, I just need a room for a night, please. I'm having a tough time. Sorry, you're an American. If you're an illegal alien, or as they call him, asylum seeker, we'll put you up $400 a night. But if you're an American veteran, who are mostly African Americans living in the streets, the parks, uh, and the subways of New York City now, Sorry, tough noogies, you're on your own. And, and you know, John, to that point that you guys were making here, I mean, you could just look at the uh, pro-terror protests that have happened in Great Britain over the last five weeks. I mean, you had a half a million people in London out there protesting 
against Israel. In France, same thing, unruly, going over, taking over the streets. That's why Brexit has it. Yeah. Because how many, what percentage of the people protesting were British and what percentage were not? Exactly. But remember, we're so myopic here. We only think of what goes on in the United States, right? You know uh, the UFC fighter, Conor McGregor. Mm -hmm. Right, I mean, he's a bit of a loon. Right? Yeah, Irish he goes guy. Back, but he, he's like, uh, I remember going to a fight in Madison Square Garden. He was in the corner of the Irish fighter against some uh, black guy. I forget the name of the guy. Actually, to tie it in, he actually does some work with Tunnel to Tower, as a matter of fact. Right, You'll but Conor McGregor has said, we are not. Now, it's like he's become the spokesperson. We are not losing any more women and children to twisted people who should not be in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is happening all over the world. It absolutely is. So now what is the Irish government going to do? Because they have welcomed, quote, asylum seekers, as other countries have. Uh, Some of them are going to cause problems. It's just based on the percentages. Some are going to be emotionally disturbed, like we have our own emotionally disturbed. And then there's going to be a situation like this where it's almost like underneath there's all this anger. And then it triggers off. We're going to have that here. John, do you see this as a push for uniformity, kind of a push to kind of take the uh, cultural greatness of different places like a like a France, like a Great Britain, and to just kind of wash it away in in the annals of history, if you will? What's the motivation here? I think uh, Great Britain did the right thing. They never gave out. They never gave up their pound, uh, their currency. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then when they realize they're losing their country because. Uh, it was open borders. They they shut it down, by, and they called it Brexit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they did the right thing. My my personal opinion, and there's a lot of people who are going to argue with me. Uh, European community, um, I think they're losing their identity. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, keeping all those countries their own identity. I mean, your wife is from what country? Lithuania. Is that very a European proud. community? It, it's three million people, and they're very, very proud of, of the way that they've stood up against the Soviet Union. Have very they proud. stood up against invasion? Uh, is it part of the European community? Uh, it is. Yeah, they're part of the EU. So they're have part they been of invaded? They have not been invaded at this point. No, they have not. I, I would say that probably the biggest threat to them is in the north, the country north of them, Latvia, has had more Russians come in, similar to what you've seen in Ukraine, where Russia has tried to win over seats of their parliament, of their government. Lithuania has been able to keep that out at this point. But remember, they're very, very close uh, removed. They're, they're recently removed from being part of the Soviet Union, so they understand the consequences and within the gener- two the generations. Other country, the other country that put their foot down is Hungary. Yeah. And say, we don't want to be invaded. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Hungary is for the Hungarians. Yeah, well, I think uh, if there's no assimilation, that's when there's a problem. Here in America, if you come in the right way, there's assimilation Absolutely. because you got you, to become a citizen. I, I have three sons, Anthony, Carter, and Hunter, who could not pass the citizenship test. I don't know if I could pass the citizenship test in terms of the history of America and the civics. They don't teach it anymore. I nope. saw a statistic, 3% of high schoolers in America could pass the U.S. citizenship right. so test. There must 3%. be 3%. One in 30. Right. There must be assimilation. If you want to come into the United States or any of those European countries or whatever, you got to learn about it. You got to assimilate. If you want to operate independently and autonomously, then go back to your country of origin. 
But up next, we must continue because this hour is sponsored by the Tunnel the Towers Foundation. This is the Tunnel the Towers Foundation season of Hope First Responder and Friday. And make sure you go to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. Man, there's nobody that does a better job than Tunnel the Towers, the philanthropy and they are doing around the world, around the country. When we come back, John, country. you have to tell us how Greeks survived the invasion of the illegals that were coming in that almost caused that nation to go uh, under. Well, stay tuned. It's First Responder Fridays. Join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation during the season of hope on its mission to do good in honor of America's heroes. Donate $11 a month for First Responder Fridays at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. This is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation season of hope, First Responder Fridays. Boy, this is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Seventy-seven WABC. It's First Responder Fridays on nine eleven. We vow to never forget. Help America keep that promise. Donate eleven dollars a month on this First Responder Friday during the season of hope to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at t2t.org. That's t the number two t.org. And this hour is sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. This is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Season of Hope, First Responder Fridays. So, John, I know. Well, you're going to lose me for a while because I got I got a regular job to go to. You do? Yeah, well, our, you have like seven. Our office is open. Not, you know, we don't close like everybody else. <laughs> our office is open, and I got to go upstairs and and see what the heck is going on. And and you never know if I get if I get bored upstairs. You come, come back down, down. John. Right. I, you know, I always wanted to ask you this. You know, you've got uh, your hands in so many different sectors, and you're helping so many different communities. But you're building, you created jobs in so many different sectors. Is WABC your favorite? What, what's your favorite? What What gets you motivated oh, in the morning? I used to love our airplane business. The I used airplane to business. fly. You know, we started the company that became NetJets. Yeah. And uh, before we sold it, we had forty eight corporate jets. Me wow. and uh, Jim Jacobs. And I used to fly all those airplanes before oh, wow. I had eye problems in my left eye. One of the optom- optometrists or ophthalmologists, yeah. whatever you want to call them, <laughs> uh, destroyed my left eye. Uh. And But Dr. Michalo says there's stem cells coming, so I might be able to fly those yeah. jets again yep. someday. Oh, man, but, I like it. John, did, now, you, ever fly, gotta, did well, you ever fly any of those flights right into Nicaragua? Ah, that's a secret. I mean, you know, don't, you know, I hate to say it, but this is 40 years ago I can talk about it. I guess Oliver North was my reporting officer. Yeah, there you go. See that? It's true story. The moment, really? the moment you mentioned that, I Capital said. Capital Airlines. Oh, oh, my goodness. The moment you that's mentioned that, wow. I said, oh, so that's how the country's the got their company. weapons against that's the That's the other Southern aviation Eastern. company. That was Capital Airlines that yes, we owned. Yes, yes. Uh, and we did a lot of government work, and uh, we had to do, you know, when, hey, when the white, when people said to me, why are you doing this? I said, when the white, I'm an American citizen. When the White House calls and asks me to do something, I say, yes, sir. Yeah. All right, so now. now I just had a phone call. Yes. Or a text from a good friend of ours. I'm not going to mention no names. On how sometimes the truth gets twisted. They said, 
Well, John, you got to realize 57% of the people, they just took a vote, 57% of the people in Great Britain said they, they, that Brexit was wrong. Well, you know what I, I emailed him back? I said, yeah, but you allowed all the, 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 the 63, the 53% that are non-Brits to vote. A Sharia, part of that Sharia Muslims, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say the Sharia don't like it too much. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got to be able, you know, if you if you only had the Brits vote, the, the, the original Brits, how would they vote? Right, but even Great Britain changing the prime ministers of Indian background, many East Indians there, many from all the places that they used to control from sea to shining sea, and you're going to see a whole different generation. The mayor of uh, London, uh, Pakistani. Uh, so uh, that's going to ch- you're going to see incredible changes there. But I think uh, you need to explain. And King Charles, King Charles is half Greek. His father really? was Greek. Wow! Well, wait, wait, Jay. I didn't know that. Yeah, this see, is look at the facts. Breaking, did you breaking, make that, that up? Did you make that up, John? <laughs> no, I did not make it up. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth preferred Greeks. Her husband was Greek. Really? Oh, wow. But now, okay. speaking well, of Greek, go. Greece was overrun with illegal aliens. Erdogan was releasing them from Syria and Afghanistan. They wanted to make their way to Berlin, to Germany, because that's what's considered the country with gold in the streets. But they had to first get into Greece. And then they kept them on the island of Lesbos, and they fenced them in. They wouldn't let them go any further, because if they hadn't done that, that would have been it for Greece as we know well, it Well, I got to call one of my historian friends, uh, either Lou Katsos or Dr. Mihalos, and get the whole story on that. Yeah, and, Les- and Lesbos, don't let your mind wander, does not mean it was an island of lesbians or Amazons there. My, my mind went to the Iliad and the Odyssey. It didn't go where your mind went, Sliwa, because, uh, you know. every one of these European countries has had the same problem that they've had, uh, we've had. They welcomed in the, quote, asylum seekers, and then they got overwhelmed. You go to Sweden. I have guardian angels in Sweden. They have gangs. Gangs throw bombs at one another. I mean, they never had that before in their society. They're overwhelmed. But you're going to see a reaction politically as people now are going to start moving further right. We saw that in Denmark Mm -hmm. because they're going to be anti-asylum seekers. So it's going to be the pendulum is going to go from let everybody in to close the borders and then don't let anybody in. Let them in if they legally qualify. Absolutely. Legal immigration. Well, I understand you guys are doing Brian Kilmeade's show. Yes. I mean, I don't understand why, because Brian Kilmeade was on Fox this morning. Isn't he working today? Well, we're, we're ready to work and make sure that uh, we give you two great hours of uh, entertaining programming I, your here at WABC. Will, hopefully your ratings will be even higher. Then Brian Kilmeade. I can guarantee Mark that, Mark Simone will be crying. <laughs> I can guarantee that Mark Simone's going to be crying now. We are going to destroy him as we will compete directly with him. 10 to 12 in your place to be. And then don't forget. But uh, listen, if if it's not busy in my corporate office, guess what? They come on I'll back come down. back. Absolutely. Challenge accepted, Mr. Katzmatidis. And then, remember, you can join us. Uh, Nancy will be joining me again for the full hour, 12 to 1. As we can we will talk ne- about the pigeons? Exactly, and the animal welfare hour yeah, this holiday.